Hello and welcome to The Nook, a podcast of the Elizabethtown Church of God. This new year, we have been looking at what uh, may be considered our theme, or I like to think of it as the lens that we are seeing things through. It's, it's a great way to just have something to hold up and go, yeah, are we hitting the mark? You know, it's, it's, a, it's a metric that we can look at to see if we are continuing to grow in this faith that we have, that we are continuing to become better disciples and grow more like Christ. So last week, we looked sort of at the core, the base, the foundation of it, as love being our first language. If Just to remind you, it, so there's three phrases that we're just going to, I'm going to repeat over and over again. Maybe you will. I hope you pick up on it. It's engaging the word, sharing life, living scent. All of them are in the like present action tense, so it means it's something that we are doing and we will continue to do. The letters ESL, you know, reminds me of English as a second language. And so we looked at what is our first language? Love. Number one, because God is love and that he tells us to be like him. So we are to be love as well, to love God with all our heart, our soul, our mind, and to love each other as ourselves. So this week, we look at that first, that first phrase, engaging the word. Engaging, meaning that we are interacting with, that we are participating, that we are joining, that we are playing a part. We are engaging the word. Now, when we say the word, there's a couple of different things that we're talking about. First and foremost, we're talking about Jesus, engaging Jesus, having some relationship with him, having intimacy with him. We look at the word, uh, I I'm instantly think of the first few chapter, the first few verses of John, where it says, in the beginning was the word. And that was a very intentional phrase that John used because it recalled everyone's mind back to the very beginning of the Bible, Genesis 1, where it says, in the beginning, God, right? So it is making this connection point that Jesus is eternal. It says the word was with God, and that word with it's like he was in company with, right? It's a participation. They were like co-workers. They were both on the same level. So the word was with God. And the word was God, right? There is this eternal divine nature that is Jesus. Then we learn in that that everything was made by him and for him. And you can jump to Colossians uh, talks a bit more about that. That's a great scripture to refer to uh, when you want to learn a little bit more about that. Colossians 1.15, the Son is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn over all creation. 
For in him all things were created, things in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or powers or rulers or authorities, all things have been created through him and for him. He is before all things. So we see that Jesus is this eternal focus that we put our eyes upon in our faith, the one we look to. We even see that from Jesus himself. I'm reminded of the story in Luke, where after Jesus has been resurrected, he meets two disciples on the road to Emmaus, and he winds up joining them. And it's just really interesting interaction where they're just like, Jesus says, hey, what's going on? They're like, seriously? You don't know what's going on right now? This Jesus guy, the whole thing? You don't, not ringing any bells? Jesus is like, well, let me walk with you. And he walks with them, and then he starts teaching them. And in verse 27 of chapter 24 in the book of Luke, it says, in, in the beginning, beginning with Moses and all the prophets, so all the Old Testament, that first the whole first half of this Bible, he explained, Jesus explained to them, the disciples walking on the road, what was said in all the scriptures concerning himself. He's showing them that all of scripture was pointing to Jesus. And so when we know that, we see that Jesus is the central focus of everything that we do as a Christ follower, as a Jesus follower. We have to remain engaged and looking and intimate with Jesus. It's the central focus. There's nothing, I don't think there's anything more important than that. It has to be the center. Christ as the center, as we are talking about now in our new series that we're talking about, Living the New Life, that Christ is that hub. Christ is the center at which everything turns. We are not the center of the universe. Christ literally is the center of the universe and the center of our lives. So that's the first part we think about when we say engaging the Word. Next, we have to look at this written word that we have before us that I've referred to multiple times already, that I've read already. It's the Bible. The words that have been recorded through people, you know, from God. We see uh, there was this active participation of all the, the writers of Scripture with God. Right? We see, uh, I think it's Second Peter, it talks about that all the, all the prophets, none of these prophecies came from the prophet themselves. Like, they didn't initiate it. It wasn't from them, but it was God initiating that. And then the, him working with and through the prophet to write the scriptures down. So it was this joint collaborative effort as God is always doing. That's what we see in Jesus. That's what we see when he calls us to be ambassadors, when he calls us to be the light into the into the dark world. God is always wanting to collaborate with his creation. 
Anyway, so we approach the Word, this written Bible, and I think we need to do that in two separate ways, or actually a both and, I think is a better way to put it. First, we have to be reading this scripture with our hearts, with who we are as a creation. We have to be reading this to look towards Jesus, that we have to be connecting with him in our emotions and our soul and our being and our desires and our wants and all of those things. We are reading these scriptures that, that God can speak to us in those ways, that we can hear him directly speaking to us in, in our situations. Then also both and we also need to understand this this Bible in a way with our heads that we will benefit when we know the context in which these writers were writing. Okay, we know Paul was writing to the town of Ephesus for the book of Ephesians. Well, what was Ephesus? It was a port city that was, you know, and then we can go on. And what was the culture like? And what was what were they experiencing? What was the author's intended meaning for the audience? And so then we can look at that, and then we can take those things that are in the Scripture that are the truths that God is teaching and pull them out and look at them in our lives. Sometimes there's things that are a prescription that's saying, yes, you need this. And sometimes they were description, talking about what was happening in their time and place. And it's helpful to know those things so we don't get them confused. That has been controversy for thousands of years of which things are the things that we have to do. You know, what are the things that we have to uphold and follow? And what are the things that are just... They're pointing us to bigger things, pointing us to wisdom, pointing us to love, all those things. All right. Uh, there's many scriptures to, you know, talk about um, the Bible. You know, Hebrews 4.13 talks about the, the word is alive and active, and it can and will speak to us. And 2 Timothy, that this is from God, and it's used to teach us and to correct us and to help train us up and rebuke us and call us out when we're doing things wrong. And so all of this, I'm going a little long-winded here, but I just got to wrap this point up. All of it. Jesus himself, the living word, the Bible, the written word from God, both of these things we have to be actively engaged with. We need to be participating in them. So with Jesus, what are the ways that you are connecting with him? It could be reading this Bible. Absolutely. It could be developing your prayer life. It could be serving. It could be living in a community. It could be sharing your faith out into the world. There's so many things. Uh, some people call them spiritual disciplines. Uh, I can point you into directions if you want to learn more about that. But you need to find the things that are good for you to help you become more, more intimate, closer with Jesus. So take some time this week. 
thinking about them, and not just thinking about them, then doing them. The action. Put the, the belief into action. That is, that is what true belief is. And I think one of those ways is this word. If you haven't, it's a good time of the year where people say, oh, I picked up a new reading plan for the year. Yeah, that's great. Find one that works for you. I'll read the New Testament in the year. I'll just read Matthew, you know, to start. Or just pick a book, read through it. Be open to hear God speak to you through it. If you need some help, talk to other people about it. Figure out the context of which things are being said. And God can and will engage you if you're willing to engage him. So that's our first step in this three-phrase lens that we are holding up for the year. Engaging the Word, sharing life, and living sent. So, my friends, I hope you find that opportunity to engage the Word this week and then share that with others uh, so they can be accountable to you to help you engage that Word. Maybe you can do it together. All right, go out there, engage the word, people. We'll see you next week. Take care.